This week on the Omnic Weekly. We went to BlizzCon and it was a big one. Overwatch 2 was announced, we are getting a ton of lore, new heroes, new modes and new maps. But it might take a while. And of course there's a brand new LPP. Welcome. The Omnic Weekly. Welcome everyone, it's Friday, November 8th, and this is episode 81 of the Omnic Weekly. I am the, and as always, I'm joined by Hannah. Hi! And by LP. We're back, baby. <laughs> I had to do this intro live uh, for, do you remember Blazing Bob that was a guest on our podcast, like, um... Well, yes. a few months ago, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we met each other and he was like the, the final evening of BlizzCon. Um, we were standing in front of the hall and he just, we were trying to take a picture and he photobombed us and we started talking again and he said, dude, you have to do your intro live for me. And like, what? <laughs> so I had to kind of there on the spot, give this intro and I was like, oh, damn it. But <laughs> dude, I always use my script. I'm not really sure. Yeah, yeah. You know how it goes. I think I just fumbled it and just like, but he was happy with it. So Aww, Bob, that's there you go, man. Shout out to Bob. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. A lot of fun. But anyways, let's keep that for later in the podcast. How are you guys doing? Not too bad. It's cold. Oh, tell me about it. You know, we actually turned on the heating yesterday. Oh, yeah, same here. Yeah, if you come back from LA where it's like, um, I'm going to talk in in European things again, um, 28 degrees, and you come back and it's nine. It was zero here last night. Yeah, no, well, overnight it gets really cold, but just yeah. during the day, it's just like, come on, what is this? Oh, winter? Really? Okay, crap. <laughs> crap! Welcome home! <laughs> exactly. You guys know the song, it's beginning to look a lot like, like Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, we don't did have that. Do, 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 no, no, I was going to say, did they sing that in Florida? Of course we do. I, I it's the guys same weather. Always, yeah, exactly. I think the thing you guys sing is it kind of looks the same. Weather every day of the year. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing in LA. But uh, oh, I would love that. I kind of done with winters, anyways. We had our little weather talk. Alpi, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. You know, um, gonna be a busy week for me coming up, but full of events and and you know, month is kind of like a philanthropy month. You know, like Thanksgiving, Misfits Giving. So uh, be hitting the road a lot, but I'm really excited. You know, because we heard some pretty big stuff last week and oh did we oh did we no but when is thanksgiving actually i believe it's the 28th 28 yeah that's close that's that's soon and then before we know it it's christmas yeah the end of the year it's all going so fast it's all going so fast but uh, anyways i think we have a lot of stuff to talk about um as lp just said because last week yeah well i'll tell you why in just Please a minute. Do. <laughs> yeah, this is the first episode um, after BlizzCon. Do you remember that that event? Nope. No, we we didn't really Never talk about it. it. We nope. didn't really talk about it in the past on the podcast. But anyways, it is this thing where all Blizzard games kind of 
take the stage and tell you what they're going to do in the future. And oh my freaking God. Dee, dee, if that was an event that big, I think I would have heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you heard about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was just crazily insane. I think we all had a lot of work. We all had to Those hustle. first few hours just, whoo! Yeah. Am I right? Kind of, <laughs> They kind of overdid it, and I think they even held back a little bit. I'm I'm sure they held back a little bit. I think they had so much other stuff they wanted to talk about, but they were yeah. no, no. Let's just keep it all on this. Um, let's just get some other stuff out of the way before we start talking about Overwatch. So the, the, actually, the big things he announced was uh, Diablo Four. Which uh, did you guys see that trailer? Yes. Oh my god! Pretty gnarly. No, it, it was, was the opening trailer for basically the entire BlizzCon weekend. Yeah, you had first you had J. Allen Bragg doing a bit of an apology for the whole BlizzChung thing. Then was it an apology, to- though? I heard it was more of like a PR apology. Not really addressing the issue, but... Oh, I mean, what? if you want to read what I wrote about it, I'll send read you a link. Article. Yeah, I did. I did an article about it. She's got knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Um, It was... It was a, a more heartfelt apology than what we'd had before. Mm-hmm. Um, he admitted that they had a chance to kind of do something really amazing and they flopped. Uh, but he didn't. And he said they were going to do better moving forward. You know, like classic stuff, um, but a lot better than what they'd done before. He just didn't mention the word esports. He didn't mention the word Hearthstone. <laughs> it no, was he like, did mention Hearthstone, I think. No, he didn't mention. But, well, he certainly didn't mention Blitzchang or Hong Kong. No, no, no. Neither yeah, of those did. two names came up. That's yeah, but what, what, what do you expect in the end? Like, it, it would be, it's polarizing to start talking about anything. And if you want to calm people down, the last thing you want to do is kind of... Um, uh, how do you say that? Go Put stand those keywords in one corner. Yeah, uh, it, it's better, way better than I actually expected them to do. To be yeah, honest, I didn't yeah, think same. they would do anything. So um, uh, he even alluded to the fact that if people wanted to protest, that's fine. Go right ahead. Do yeah. it. Yeah. And there were people protesting, and there yeah, were a few which he didn't wearing, have to do. And there were a few people running around in Winnie the Pooh costumes, which was something that was rumored to be forbidden and. Uh, nobody got kicked out nobody there was this kid that started protesting yelling during a, a world of warcraft q a um they didn't really zoom in on his face and g- gave him a stage but kid was still there and they knew he was going to do that the kid had been tagging them and bragging them about what he was going to do the whole time so yeah and the, the, they were just like yeah if you want to do that go right ahead but they're not going to in any way, choose a side in any kind of conflict because that would be contradictory to everything that they're trying to say. They're trying to say, like, we don't want to be involved in any political... Um, we don't want to be a political platform. The moment they kind of speak up in any... in the um, um, How do you say that? Like In any direction. Yeah, voicing any kind of really uh, opinion, they are not doing what they want this to be like they, that would not be okay so I, I was kind of fine with it um and you could tell by his face that it was he was kind of emotional he kind of felt it kind of felt like it was personal he he is with all due respect of course i don't know him personally and 
um, he is the, the 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 CEO of that company for a reason, but he always felt slightly. If you compare him to Mike, he felt slightly. Always felt slightly roboty. Like he. He does like, feel a little bit more detached. Yeah, like he, he needs to. But there to, was some. No re- there was a little bit of actual emotion, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I could see it in his face that like. And I could understand, like I was, I was fine with it. Uh, but of course, there will always be people that are not happy. Mm. Fine, that's the way it goes these days. Um, I saw an interesting tweet that XQC made, by the way. I think it was XQC, and I was, I was actually quite, quite impressed. Like, uh, in the end, he just wanted to say, like, it doesn't even matter if you these days. It doesn't even matter if you apologize or you show a will to move forward and and better yourself. In the end, there's always people that want to see you and to see the world burn and that draw on that negativity and kind of live on that or or feed themselves on that negativity. And I think that's that's something that's been bothering me too. Is like for any little thing that goes wrong or they don't that some people don't like. They just get on their high horse, on their box, and start yelling. And like, sure, go right ahead, but don't expect everybody to listen to you. Because that's the thing that they get upset about, is that nobody's listening to them. Anyways. Happier tidings! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that happened, and then we had the um, uh, the trailer for Diablo. The fun thing was, the day before, we went to pick up our badge... Uh, me and Hilda, because we went to BlizzCon for people that didn't know. And um, we we went to pick up our badge and there was this truck with these signs on it that kind of passed by. And I was like, yeah, what's on there? This, like It says something about opening ceremony, but they kind of flew by. But they had to stop, like let's say, 10, 15 meters away from us on a sl- slope because there was a gate. Uh, before they could open the gate, all the sides just went off like ding, 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 ding. And it kind of <laughs> slided in front of me. And I was like, ah, <laughs> I could read it. So it said that uh, the opening ceremony was not for, that it might be some stuff that might be upsetting for people. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be about Diablo for sure. For and then sure. I, and then I saw that trailer and I was like, ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think some people might be kind of... Um, tripping over this but it looked so awesome it brought me back to the diablo 2 era it was just so good but we're not we're not on a diablo podcast so let's skip all that to be fair i'll say one thing they did say when they were talking about it that it would definitely be a callback to diablo 2 yeah and it is i played it and it felt in any aspect, like every aspect, it felt like a successor to Diablo 2. And it made it really clear for me what um, Diablo 3 was. Like, Diablo 3 is way more casual, softer, like um, more like a Disney version of what Diablo 2 was. And, and like the mainstream, is- <laughs> Diablo <laughs> mainstream. <laughs> Yeah, no, but and and this one is kind of like okay, you want to get serious, you want to get that occult feeling, you want to get creeped out. We'll get you creeped out. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm, I'm excited to play, and I've not really played much Diablo, but I'm still really excited for it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Like what they integrate integrated with the whole uh, open world, the runes that are coming back, the way you can make your that weapons. There's no offline mode though. But there's no what waffle offline mode. mode. Oh, offline mode. <laughs> I heard, heard waffle waffles. eye mode. I was like, what? Interesting that there's no waffle mode. 
Yeah, no waffle mode. Uh, yeah. I guess it's kind of tied into the whole battle.net system because any I don't think Blizzard has any game that kind of works offline anymore. It all runs on that same backbone. Yeah, um, but it's just because you're going to be meeting people in the world and stuff. You will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you don't have to work with them. You can ignore them. Even if they try to invite you to do their group 60 times. I've had that during my demo. I played, I was playing, um, was I playing in the, I was playing on the floor. Yeah. Not in the press zone because you had, in the press zone you have this little room, but that was always really busy. And then uh, during the, uh, I think it was during the closing ceremony, it was like, oh, this is the time to try and go, go and try some Diablo. And there was someone just really stubbornly trying to invite me and I was like, What class Jesus, did you play? Hilda, fuck off. Stop inviting me. <laughs> Uh, I played the Druid. The Druid always has been my favorite class. Like in in World of Warcraft, in Diablo, it always been my. Uh, and when I that announcement hit, and of when course he said the Druid, big Viking wants to turn into a bear, of exactly. course he does. That that sounded kind of yeah. Okay, never mind. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> when they announced the Druid, I just ran in forward and just high fived the guy on stage. I don't know if you saw that. Because it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But in my <laughs> I mind, did I did. Tell you to, I'm sure I told you to do that at some point. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but the security guys were even bigger than me, so I was like, oh, fuck this. Damn. Oh, wait, let me do that again. <laughs> this. There we go. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, the Diablo announcement, amazing. Uh, but we're going to have to wait till 2021 at least to play it, so... Eh. We can still, by that time, we can transform this podcast into a Diablo podcast. Or start a second one. Yeah, I was waiting for a, a, a LP to protest, but no, no reaction on the other side. Um, none. You'll get none. none. <laughs> I thought you did a good job, though. I wish I would have seen you on screen. I was kind of like hoping that like the camera would pan into your face. I didn't uh, recognize him, but no. Like I, I got, said, a lot of bold, big, bald men with beards. Very yeah, difficult no, to pick him out. Well, well, that, that's what you think. I got a ton of messages because at a certain point, Ravasa, Carolina Ravasa was uh, live streaming. And you can see me on Instagram. And you can see me in the back of, of a live stream. I was uh, looking at what they were doing. It was uh, Carolina. It was uh, Symmetra's voice actors and oh Zenyatta's <laughs> uh, voice actor that were just hanging around in the zone. And Hilda was taking a picture. Um uh, with Sweet Angie and um, and I was standing there with my camera and just watching it and you could see me like and I got a ton of screenshots just mess- me- people sending me messages with a screenshot oh, I saw you in the stream like okay I know you should have uh, been busted. like hey Ravasa credit me I'm in yeah, your no. thing <laughs> I'm going to send you an invoice <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of funny. But no, nah, I didn't get into the uh, virtual ticket stream. No, nah, sadly, I tried, I tried. But it didn't work out. Uh, the other thing that got announced before we move over to Overwatch was, of course, the next uh, World of Warcraft expansion. And that was, that cinematic. Uh, I know nothing about World of Warcraft. I've said this before, but the cinematic was very pretty. Oh, my God. I think What's a World of Warcraft? Exactly. No, <laughs> it's. I, I'm going to be honest. During that whole opening ceremony, there were three moments that I teared up, and that was one of them. Like that moment when Sylvanas, uh, just I was explaining it to one of my colleagues yesterday because they were watching it uh, on uh, at the uh, the office. They were watching the trailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
and um and some of the people that were watching the world of warcraft trailer had never played they were like lp what's a world of warcraft so no no never mind just know that this lady is um everybody expects her to put on that helmet and become the next king of the scourge or the queen of the scourge in this case and kind of take that throne and become the supreme evil and blah 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 and then that moment that she just takes the helm and the thing that's kind of funny that went through my head is how is she going to do that with those long pointy ears because she's an elf like maybe that's why she was maybe that's the real reason why she broke the helm (laughs) because she it was she was like i can never find things in my size this does not fit (laughs) Can I make a hole in here for my ears? I can. Oh, damn it. I broke it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, then she breaks the helmet. And then you see that the veil breaking and you see kind of the what you could compare to the upside down. Like you see the other dimension. You see yeah. the, the death, the death dimension just and that one tower picking out. I was like, oh, my God. It's I mean, just like, I, I'm assume. Have you played Dragon Age? I did. I did. Yeah. It would. Is it like, you know, the the veil there? breaking yeah. and coming in and stuff yeah exactly it's kind yeah. of bit, it's going to be us going in there it's us going like it's basically if you ever played the world of warcraft once and you died once you have that world where everything is black and white and you have that weird sound playing basically it's that world that they just broke open and yeah will we be uh spending time which is kind of an awesome move it's kind of everybody that played world of warcraft was waiting for who's the next evil going to be who's the next boss going to be but this is kind of they just went um 11 that's basically they they put the dial on 11 and and went for okay that itself is your enemy now so yeah but of course for us for this podcast of course the big news was the thing that we had predicted we well the community as a whole had kind of been talking about and it was leaked before we 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 were on point for some stuff but other stuff we were kind of missing the ball completely but they announced overwatch 2 and it's actually called overwatch 2 something what ding ding we did not i think i was personally said like i don't think they're going to i'm referencing the very 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 annoying (laughs) oh yeah 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 Yeah. menu sound yeah they're going to fix that one um oh (laughs) it's it's kind of funny how many people are so irritated by that sound i I wasn't really that bothered about it but it was it wasn't until hilda told me like what is that annoying sound i wasn't bothered by it until every time i finished a map in competitive i got the ding (laughs) you were like oh every time you go to the menu yeah and you thought oh i got a message no nobody messaged me what's going on here wait what it's just overwatch it's like i know i was there (laughs) i was virtually there yeah they want to make sure that everybody knows that there's a new game coming but so let me get back to what they actually announced so overwatch 2 is going to be a thing it's actually called overwatch 2 the thing that we did predict and that we uh, had hoped it would be is that it will be very story driven but the way i don't know how they do it I'm, to be honest, I'm worried. Um, so many confusing uh, things. So many confused people running around not understanding how the whole Overwatch 1 and Overwatch 2 thing is going to kind of work. What the thing will be. Yeah. Uh, the way I tried to explain it to one of these colleagues yesterday was, look, 
at some point, the team sat together and they decided we want to make a new game in the Overwatch IP that is uh, story focused, that will tell the tale of all these people getting, getting recalled, what they'll actually do with that recall and what will be happening, what the reason is behind the recall. Uh, what all this is, just basically the story of all these characters. And we're like, okay, let's do this. Let's make it Overwatch, blah, 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 Overwatch 2. I don't know what they called let's it at the beginning. Let's just call it Overwatch Recall. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> but then they were like, okay, but then we're going to divide all our um, our audience, basically. We're just going to split it in two. I think we said this as well. We were like, when it comes out, are we going to play Overwatch 1 or are we going to play Overwatch 2? I don't know. Exactly, exactly. And then uh, at a certain point, someone will have said like, okay, but we're going to use the same characters. Will people be able to use the skins that they had? Or will we kind of, oh, yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, and uh, we're going to upgrade the engine. Oh, it would be cool to use that in PvP too. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. And then they were like, you know what? We're just going to take everything that is in the current game and integrate it into the new game. Okay, but how are you going to how are we going to explain that to the audience? Wait, hold my coffee, and then they fucked up. Yeah, I think they just had so much to share and bless. Like Jeff was obviously so excited. Oh yeah. To, to finally share about Overwatch two. The dad jokes, the jokes that he. I was watching the virtual so panel again many yesterday. Dad jokes. Just, I just wanted to like. Uh, I want to be in a just private conversation with him for like a few hours. And I think I would be just one dad joke after the other. I was going to say, who us. could out dad the other? Yeah, exactly. We would be like two dads just going at it and people just slapping the forehead every time we say something. He was awesome. He was so awesome during that. But he was extremely excited. Sorry, but you were making a point that they were so excited. Yeah, that basically they were so excited that they forgot. Uh, how to phrase it properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe they just that. wanted to get all the information out and I think they forgot some of the details. You know, I think I even wrote in my notes, Jeff, dad jokes. <laughs> oh yeah, look, Jeff, exclamation mark, dad edgy, biggest troll, upset yeah. by leaks. <laughs> yeah, Actual quote leaks. from my notes, people. <laughs> Uh, he tried again during the, the the other panel where he was um, uh, doing the deep dive. Um, he tried to explain it again, but still very confusing for people, especially if you're going to make a statement like we want to reinvent reinvent what a sequel is or what a what an expansion is or whatever. Um, I know because that just sounds like fancy words. It doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really explain um, anything. It isn't, especially for people that are not used to, like we are kind of, we follow the, the game on a daily basis. We, um, we, we kind of are familiar with the way things happen in the industry, but for just like and a we random know kid, we know Jeffisms and, and, but for a random kid, he's just worried about, are we going to have to pay 60 bucks again for the same game? No, you're not. You'll be getting everything for free, except for the new stuff and you'll have to yeah. pay for that. And how much am I going to have to pay? Nobody knows because they don't know it themselves yet. And and the way they're going to do it. There's so many open questions and people want answers right now. And that's not even possible. So I think they did it all out of the good of their heart. They wanted to make sure that they got everybody together. That everybody got at least the upgraded engine. That we got every new hero, every new map in there. That 
they wanted to do something good, but the industry has kind of um, been... It's, I huh. think it's definitely tarnished a few people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the way that stuff has been going on the last few years with all publishers, people are kind of, kind of on the, the edge. Like, really... Anything that happens gets them ready to start complaining. So they are always looking at it from a, a darker perspective. And, and they didn't expect uh, anything good to come from this. So it will be okay in the end. Uh, we'll just have to explain it over and over again. As um, like I've, I've sent so many messages. I've tried to explain it to so many people to on To be stream fair, on. even in this podcast, you haven't fully explained it. You've just done a Jeff. Oh, uh, yeah. You did a Jeff, yeah. Okay, let me explain what it is <laughs> going to be. So, basically, if you have over... No, and to be honest, I think it's even better than it is than the way they explained it. But let me add that at the end. What they're basically going to do is they're going to, um, at a certain point, merge what they call Overwatch 1 and Overwatch 2 right now. And everybody that bought Overwatch at any point will get access to every single PvP uh, mode... Uh, part of the game you can you'll have the new heroes you'll have the new maps you'll have the new mode the push mode you'll just have everything you won't have to pay one single dime to play that in overwatch 2 what you'll have to pay for are the story missions and the hero missions so basically everything that is pve will be something you have to pay extra for but we don't know how much it's going to be we don't know how much you'll have to Pay yeah. to unlock these. It's going to be a paywall, and 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 yeah, it could be just, it could just be uh forty bucks. It could be sixty bucks. We don't know because I'm we don't really know how sorry many. Sorry about that scraping. The cat brought a toy in. <laughs> he screamed at me to play with him. Realized I wasn't paying attention and dragged the toy out the room again. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how big is that toy that he has? To um, it's one of those. Uh, so it's a stick with some elastic and then like a little plush on the end. Okay, okay. So yeah. he's holding it by the plush and dragging the plastic stick around on the wooden floor. Yeah, because he's cat and he doesn't realize that the plastic would be way easier to hold it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I kind of lost my train of thoughts there. But anyways, I think the message was kind of clear, right? Uh, yeah, we, yeah. We'll have to pay, we will have to pay for all the, the PVE. And, and that's what I wanted to say. Um, we don't know how much we'll have to pay because we don't know how many of these missions you're going to add. We got a chance to play one of the missions, which was kind of and like... And even the, then it's like a demo of the mission, really. And it's a demo of the mission, exactly. Uh, but uh, I, I was just watching because, yeah, I missed parts of the whole event because I was there. And then it's kind of hard to follow yeah, everything you because you have to physically... You have to physically run from one end to the other. Um but um, I saw an interview for the virtual ticket with Michael Chu, and uh, he made it clear that it, it's going to be a storyline. So every mission will be, it will not be random pieces of a story. It will be a storyline that will develop. And and every time you get a, a piece of, like, let's say, an animated short, uh, some explanation, um, and then there will be a mission that you're playing, and then that will evolve into the next mission, the next mission. So there will be one big storyline. So it could be that we get a lot, a lot, a lot of these missions. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest, they said it's huge. And I think that is because they started out with the idea of making everything that's going to be PvE. And they kind of decided afterwards 
to just add PvP. And what I wanted to add, but that's not confirmed at all, that's something I think, is that they're just going to make the whole PvP thing free-to-play. So that they're just like, even people that don't play Overwatch right now might be able to play PvP for free and have to pay for the PvE part only. But I think they didn't communicate it that way yet because they, they're not sure they're going to do it that way because that will get people riled up because people that paid for the game right now will feel cheated, as always. Um, but on the other hand, that's a game that has been there for um, over Long three years time. by that well, time. We've, yeah. we've discussed the concept of it going free to play before. Yeah, exactly. And and, and everybody gets that free uh, uh, visual upgrade, which kind of looks cool. What do you guys think of the new character models? I think the new character models are adorable. They are cuter, that's true. Happy, um, what do you think, man? I think he ran off. I think he ran away, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, they've not done everyone yet, which uh, I think a lot of people misunderstood that as well. So they've seen people stream and they were like, oh, but half the characters still look the same. It's like, yeah, because they haven't finished the models yet. Please don't worry. They are <laughs> pouring their heart and soul into this. You're effectively playing like an alpha version at the moment. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's not even an alpha version. I think it's more like a. It's a more demo. like let's put something together specifically for BlizzCon. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Let's get something out there. If you look at the demo they played at uh, BlizzCon 2014, it was when it was announced. Uh, that looked no way in what uh, the actual release looked like in the mm. end. So, um, but yeah, yeah no. the character designs that we've seen so far, I really like them. I like how they've. Sort of evolved, really. I like the comparison that Jeff made with like Batman or Batman. The I know. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of made it really clear. Like, it just is an iteration of that same character. It's a different time period. It is a. It allows them to kind of um, make them, yeah, more specific in what they do and kind of build on what we know about the character and push it into that certain direction, which is kind of cool. And, and uh, guys, guys, I don't know how many people picked up on this, but Zen Law is coming. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, the the room picked up on that. Trust me. That moment <laughs> when you saw that screenshot of Zen and Genji, the room just lit up. And and the moment that uh, Genji used his ultimate, or Genji came into Jesus Christ, there were so many moments that you can't catch that on the virtual stream because for some reason the you audience. Don't, well, you don't the energy of the room and like during the virtual stream um they don't show you the room watching the trailer they just show you the trailer that's up on youtube yeah and they didn't bring in the audio either i think like i feel like a lot of the audio of the audience is missing that might have been because they didn't want um to get situations where people just randomly started yelling stuff uh, well they also probably want to make sure that people at home can hear what's going on yeah (laughs) But uh, believe you me, that trailer, there were so many moments that everybody just... And I had goosebumps. Uh, me just, too, me too. I had just, goosebumps during the, like, what's happened so far trailer. Like, Yeah, yeah. more of like those uh, those memories, those memories. And then it just went, whew. Like the, the, when Brigitte and Reinhardt stormed in. Uh, when they then, stormed in and then they used their combined shield. I just... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it was beautiful. Um, 
Yeah, and then the, the, they are adding a lot of other graphical stuff. So they're not only updating the models, the UI is completely updated. And I had to think of LP immediately because LP has <laughs> made the complaint before Yeah, that he's been it, saying that for a long time, yeah. that he doesn't like the like, UI. Yeah, exactly. I was like, LP seems to be really happy with this. I'm Guys, happy. have you seen the Mercy UI? Yeah, when oh. you get pocketed or healed. Just all really of nice. it. Just all of it. It's so nice. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that they're putting out this content. You know, to me, it's like they they're they want to build the storyline, and I think a lot of the fans of Overwatch have wanted to see a storyline, kind of like a Marvel DC universe kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think you know. I, I'm just I'm, I just hope they they don't skip off on like the gameplay because from what I heard is like right, we didn't get a content drop. I mean, we did get content, right? But we didn't get like anything new to the game this BlizzCon. Nope. Or any. Uh, technically, that's not true. Um, there is a new game mode coming for Overwatch 1. It's a new death match mode, specifically for when you're waiting for comp matches to start. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was announced at BlizzCon. So. That is announced, yeah, true, true. Uh, but not in the... <laughs> I think, to be honest, to be honest, I think we'll get one more hero. I don't even know if we're going to get a map and time in between. We'll get new skins for the events. But I wouldn't. I think it's going to be for us as content creators and for this podcast also. It's going to be a really slow year. Might yeah. be. I don't know. I, like at least up till after New Year's. I think up till New Year's it's going to be. Right now we're still in the the post uh, BlizzCon period. So there's a lot of interviews going on. There's a lot of new articles oh, being posted. Yeah. So there's info trickling down and and like yesterday we, we there was a. Kotaku did an interview with uh, Wolf. They they did an interview with Jeff back in October, and they could publish it now because it's after BlizzCon. And one of these uh, their reporters got a chance to get a they got an overview from Jeff what what on the heroes that they're doing for uh, Overwatch Two, but he didn't get to see the actual heroes. He got to see the oh, silhouettes. Oh, is that the one with the silhouettes? Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, I've been thinking about this all week. And I'm really excited to share with you guys. <laughs> All right. Um, he said, looking at the silhouettes, he said one of them that caught his eye was that it seemed like one of them had a staff. Yeah. And it almost seemed kind of like wizardy. And he said that, you know, it seemed really out of place and it was quite bizarre. But, 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 if you look at the new concept artwork for Null Sector... One of the Null Sector bots is kind of wizardy and has a staff. So I oh, wonder really? if we're going to... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I wonder if we're going to get like an Omnic that kind of, you, you know, know defects like from Null defect, Sector yeah. and ends up joining the team. Whoa. I want to see that image again. I will, I will. Uh, if you can, I've actually got it saved. Obviously, it's not great for people listening right now, but I can show you guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find it on Google, but Google is being a bit of a... Ah, don't pin. worry. Literally, I've got it saved on my computer. Do not worry. All right. Um, yeah, and, and the, the the other thing that he... Um, so you had the one guy with the, with the staff. He also said that this staff might actually be some kind of really big boomerang, which made a lot of the Junker Queen fans happy to, to read that. Very yeah. Yeah, and then... Um, there was one character with a pet, which is something that we've been talking about for over a year now, that it would be cool to have a hero with an actual animal pet. So that might be happening. And then um, 
three of the new heroes are female, so we will have. Okay, just just destroy everything. Um, wasn't it? Might have been one of Lon's cats, but it wasn't one of mine for once. Or might have been just Lon's. Um, <laughs> so we'll get Sojourn, we'll get Echo, and we'll get three more female characters, which is uh, this bringing back the balance in that roster. Okay, for the people that heard the pling sound. There was a oh yeah yeah the the the, the big the fat bulgy, guy in the middle yeah. with the I'm trying with the to staff. be I'm trying to be correct and just say a little bulgy dude but okay yeah he has a staff yeah and we've got like the little I keep calling him the behemoth but he's so tiny like the little four-legged dog thing yeah and yeah. then there's the floating wizard guy as well on the right hand side of the concept picture there's so many of these um, new characters that look so awesome. But yeah, we are getting a new hero before Overwatch 2 drops. Jeff has confirmed. Yes, he did. But he that's said, a long time. That's I know, one hero but he over said that the next hero is not going to be Sojourn because Sojourn is going to come out with Overwatch 2. Yeah. And he was so, like, so what do you think that means? A in that Jeff way. <laughs> yeah, chances are that it's going to be Echo. Yeah, um, I know. And, and and Echo, kind of, if you look at the trailer, her abilities are kind of over the top. Those little sticky bombs, oh my yeah. god. She has these grenades that she sticks to people like Tracer does, but then instead of just one, she has a lot of small ones that she just can go like, Rrrp. there you go, guys. Yeah, bang, bang, bang. And then she had the, the Iron Man beams that she can use, so basically she's kind of a Symmetra, yeah. double Symmetra at that point. And of course she can fly. Oh, now I have the song in my head, like, she can fly, she can fly, she can fly, fly she, can, she fly. can fly, she can fly, she can fly. Yeah, but, um, yeah, the, the, those are the things that we'll be getting for Overwatch 1, so it's going to be a bit of a, a slow year, maybe, till till the beta hits, and then a lot of info will be coming through. They, Jeff actually said that they will be going dark. That sounded so ominous, like, I know. going dark. That's so uh, sad, dude. What does that mean? It means yeah, we're they're... putting our heads down no, so that we no can get this finished up. as soon as possible. It's yeah. like no developer updates, but what is that? So, not, so, so to me, you know, I'm like, I'm thinking now. Maybe do they need to expand or be, be a bigger team now? Because like, you know, between balance patches and he has, um, like, in an interview, the interview with Kotaku um, that came out recently, he said it has been really hard because they've effectively split the development team in half between the two games. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's on the same engine, so they can pull people across and switch people around, and that's fine. But, um, but yeah, they've they're one team working on two things. Yeah, that's something that we've been saying too. Like the reason that we get uh, so little new content is because they're basically working on other stuff, and that's that's why they eventually will put two two the two games together. Because if you have to continue doing that, if you have to continually support two games. It's just so costly. It just doesn't make any sense that they would do that. So combining the two games into one Overwatch 2 is is the most logical thing in the business. And to, um, and, and just like team, uh, when it comes to the managing the resources, is going to be the best choice moving forward. Um, but yeah, now that they announced it, and that's something that Jeff said during one of the virtual ticket interviews, now that they announced it, they kind of can... How do you say that? It's out there. Now people know... Before it was just 
uh, us and the, the other content creators saying, yeah, they're probably working on Overwatch too, but that's not a given. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But now they officially announced it. I think they'll even uh, dial back a little bit more because everybody knows what they're working on. So they have a good excuse to not put out another developer update. Well, we know we're not getting a new archives event. Nope, that's something. And the fact that he was talking about you getting another new archives event shows us that it's going to be... And they're not going to release Overwatch 2 in the middle of season uh, 2020. So yeah, I think we'll still at least still have a year. Uh, have to wait another year before we, uh, we yeah, get this I game. Yeah, I think best bet... The thing is, right, if they say they get it all done really quickly and then they re- manage to release it after L2020... Mm-hmm. By that point, they might as well wait for the next-gen consoles because the PS5 is coming out for Christmas 2020. Yeah. So it could be that they, you know, they want it to be a launch title, but they don't know if they can make that deadline, so they're not saying anything. Yeah, could be. Like, the, he said that they don't want to talk about launch dates. They want to make it good first. So yeah, that might be- so it might be. It would make sense for them to kind of have that plan in their head, but also know that there's a possibility that they won't make it. Because mm-hmm. if it's ready before the like the next gen consoles, I don't think they'd release it because that just seems silly. Yeah, I think they're smart enough to know that they'll have to support uh, PlayStation Four and Xbox One. So um, let's just PlayStation say that Five. Yeah, but they have to support... They also have to still support PS4, yeah. yeah. And I think that's going to be the bigger audience for at least the next, let's say, two to three years before... Yeah, I mean, they've confirmed that they will. Uh, They they said that that. it's going to... Every console that it's available on now, you will be able to play Overwatch 2 on. And... and, uh, that's always the difficult thing with the new generation is at the start you get a few games and it takes a, f- a bit of time for the developers to catch up and make those ports and get those games out there. But I don't know. They've never been the, the, the company to go for the the high end. Do you know what I mean? Like they want to make sure that it turns on everything and that it's beautiful to look at, but it doesn't have to look like the 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 biggest or the most fanciest game ever like Red Dead Redemption on PC looks like it's uh oh my god have you seen it it's just amazing how beautiful it looks that's not I mean that's it never looked pretty goal. on the PS4 and then it looked even prettier on the Pro and then it's even a more amazing on the PC exactly but that's not never been Blizzard Blizzard has always been like it needs to look what we want it to look like and and if that's uh, current generation, that's just fine, but they're never going to push it. Like World of Warcraft could look so much more realistic, but they have their art style, they stick to it, and they make it prettier within their art style. But it's not the most demanding on every processor or something like that. It's still quite manageable, and that's always been a goal to, of them, especially in the past because they used to uh, publish on um, Mac OS too, which they yeah, didn't yeah, do for yeah. Overwatch. And they're still going to support the Switch with Overwatch 2. I know, that's great. And I think there might be some optimizations in there to help that happen. Like they might um, actually in that new version of the same engine, they might have done some stuff to kind of uh, facilitate that and make it easier to do these ports. Lessons learned, right? Have you seen the weather effect demo that they did? Oh my goodness, right. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I've, I didn't see them do it, but I've seen videos of it. 
You didn't see them do it what? Like, suddenly everyone was talking about these weather things and I was like, what? When did they show this? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was just in a panel. Uh, it was just in a panel that they said, like, they basically built on, do you remember when um, the archives event this year came out and you had on on um, on Havana, uh, they oh, said they would be rising. weather effects. Yeah, storm rising. And, and during the PV mission, you had that storm that was developing, like... Yeah, they um, did say they wanted to do more with that, actually. Exactly. And the same artist, the technical artist that made that, kind of went, kind of done, uh, keep doing her research and kept... Uh, well, made that demo that we saw for Anubis. See, uh, she kind of um, made that, and and they want to integrate that in uh, Overwatch too. Not in the extreme form that they did on that prototype, though. I know that was like a proper sandstorm. Where yeah, is the people don't get on the point already? Imagine <laughs> exactly. how bad it's going to be when they can't see it. Exactly, but they can't find it. Uh, but it, it was kind of a way to show how they can. Um, the effect they can create on certain props, like the, the 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 flags and these these cloths that they use as I don't know how to call them, like when you have a little stall with a, a cloth roof, how they can make those move the trees, even the antenna. There was one antenna on a building that was moving, and yeah, all these effects just, that it can create. I, well, as I said to Mog, I don't think it's going to affect gameplay in any way, but it's just like an extra, an extra touch to make the map feel that much more immersive. Yeah, and especially in PvE, that's going to be awesome. In PvE, you can get away with stuff like that. You can make it extreme. That's that's okay. Yeah, because so, it's PvE, but they're not gonna. From a competitive no. standpoint, they're not gonna. No, Overwatch League with a sandstorm, no, bad idea. Or a oh, and it, and it only happened to one team, and then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so, there was um, also, and I keep telling everyone this because I feel like no one else spotted it. But there was snow on Toronto. Yeah, but, uh, but during you said, the you demo, it was snowing, and but this may be that... because I'm so excited about snow and I never get to see it because I've lived in London for so long. <laughs> but it was snowing. <laughs> yeah, I played Toronto and I was way too focused on the new game mode and that funny robot that was running around, voiced uh, by Max Littleman. Is he? Yeah, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, but Where he's awesome. He's awesome. What did you say, LP? He's a legend. He's a legend, all right. Now, I didn't notice, uh, but the, the, the robot is, um, is kind of funny. He's just, like, constantly commenting on stuff and constantly talking almost to himself most of the time because, yeah, nobody answers <laughs> him. But he's just so happy to be there and just so happy to be pushing that wall from one side to the other. And he doesn't care if it's Team A or Team B. He's just like, oh, you want me to push that? That's fine. Let's go. Let's push. I can, I can push. Do, yeah. Yeah, there's one voice line that he uses that is um, kind of a, a nudge at um, uh, Apex Legends. So Pathfinder says something. Who Who is... What, what does he say? It's something about his zip line. Who likes zip, line, zip lines? I do. And he says the robot... Who likes and, pushing? Um, I do. Who likes, exactly. <laughs> like a direct reference to that uh, voice line. But the mode is kind of cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys got to see it, but it's basically, um, it, it's it's a tug of war, basically. So the, this robot starts out in the middle of a really symmetrical map. You Both teams start out at the end, they run to the middle. The team that has control over the robot makes it walk into a certain direction, and that robot starts, starts uh, to push a wall, basically, like a barrier. 
towards the other team's uh, spawn point. Um, if you reach a certain checkpoint, there will be a spawn point opening for you. So you don't have to run back as far if you get killed. And the team that get the furthest with that wall, with that barrier before the time ends, or the team that pushes it all the way to the enemy spawn point wins. It's which, a win! Yeah, which apparently didn't happen that much during their playing sessions. In our playing sessions, uh, we, we, we had two matches. One match... Uh, we kind of pushed the barrier all the way to their end, so we won by just pushing it in their camp. Uh, the second one, uh, we lost because the time ran out and they pushed it further than we did, so... Yeah. But well, there's a yeah. timer? How long is the time? I don't remember, actually. I think it was about 10 minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's potentially a really long map if you don't get it to the end, but they might, they might have just done that so that people could play and... Mm -hmm. How many yeah. rounds? Are there rounds, or...? Just one round. No, no, no. In this case, it was just like, yeah, it wasn't competitive. It was just like a quick play. So the first team to kind of um, win or outrun the timer or push that wall into the, the enemy camp was the winner. And then it just went to a second game because the demo, the demo was basically two games, but not rounds. Um, but it is fun. It, it is, um, especially because you can kind of flank everybody because it looks like a snake that goes through that map the path that it follows so you can just like push through at certain points and it yeah, made for some interesting fights run along the road no 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 exactly and there's a lot of uh little uh, alleyways where you can sneak through and stuff like that so that made a for interesting gameplay what kind of was confusing with the new look and the new character models they said that they they changed the camera standpoint a little bit to make sure that you're closer to the characters because they look so much better now but uh, it was sometimes it was kind of confusing to get an overview of what what was happening on the map like it felt it could really feel the difference that the camera was closer yeah um so it will take some getting used to for people that have played played Overwatch right now. When we do the switch, it will kind of well if it stays the way it is during that demo. It kind of felt uh, different, but that's with every new game, I guess. You just need to kind of get your bearings in and understand what, what everything does. No, I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome, yeah. And, and I want it so much. I want it now. <laughs> and, and there will be several maps that will have this push uh, gameplay and we'll be uh, getting a lot of other maps. I think once that game drops, we'll get, not only we'll get six heroes, we'll get, let's say, maybe five or six maps. We'll get the new game mode. We'll get all the... We it's will get, be huge. Jeff has said, one new map for every core game mode. Yeah. So At that makes least... That makes five or six in total, right? Uh, yeah, there's five. Well, including push, there's now five core gameplay modes. There we go. So yeah, it's going to be a huge content fest. And, and with all these new heroes, there will be... Um, you know that every time a new hero drops, everybody wants to play that new hero. Well, now we'll have six new heroes. So everybody get their pick. Everyone can, can pick one. <laughs> yeah, everybody can get pick a new hero. But it's going to be chaotic for sure. Like... Nobody will know how to play this character, and it will be a, <laughs> it will be a joy to watch and to to see happen. Um, the other thing they also announced: so you have the story missions, which they had one on the floor, which was the Lucio story. Um, but you also have the hero missions, which they kind of described as being repeatable uh, missions that you can grind. Um, that they compare to. Adventure mode in Diablo, but you guys didn't play Diablo. 
en uh, uh, daily quests in World of Warcraft. Yeah, which guys co-op play here, but... replayable. Now, I'm, I'm interested to see and how they're going to keep that interesting. Because they were saying, like, you'll be able to play that over and over again. Uh, yeah, I can play Jenkinstein's Revenge over and over again. like, but... different enemy groups as well. So I wonder if, like... Maybe it scales to your character level to make it more and more difficult. Yeah. And then sometimes there's different enemy waves. Sometimes you'll be facing Talon. Sometimes you'll be facing Null Sector. Mm -hmm. He also hinted at other enemy factions coming in. But is that all going to keep it interesting enough? It could make it interesting enough for, let's say, 10 play sessions. But will it keep it interesting enough to grind it for weeks and weeks on end? I we already grind Overwatch for weeks and weeks on end. What's yeah, the difference? I gotta, mm, I gotta be honest with you guys. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about like the enemies being Transformers. Like it's all <laughs> fun and good, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like over the like the enemy AI being like robots. I feel like I, well, I they're every... not all robots. That's just but, one faction. N- null sector, I guess. I don't know. Null, I, I'm not. I don't buy into null sector. I don't know. I'm not completely like. Oh, this is the best. Or the coolest faction to go up against. Maybe they'll have cooler ones. I just don't feel like destroying robots is like, you know, like, I don't know, entertaining enough for me. Yeah, it kind of depends if you have seen the new, like, it will be different from what we've seen um, in the um, the archives events. They look kind of badass, but I know what you're, I, I understand what you're getting at. But It's like such a common AI to, like, face, right? Like, I yeah. think, like, one out of two games is either robots or zombies. <laughs> oh my god talon are talon zombies is that what you heard is that what your inside sources say maybe maybe (laughs) do you remember where i had that theory about some of the assault troopers being more robotic yeah maybe um they you know like sort of combine kind of like genji almost but with less free will well we know they're half human half omnic which would technically make them zombies. Okay. But because they've come back from, from the dead. Remember the Storm Rising animated short at the end? Uh, Doomfist was talking to the Null Sector leader. I, I guess this is... We don't know who's the Null Sector leader, do we? He's just a big Omnic. Well... He's a big a... Omnic with a faction who want to hurt people. Yeah. There was some reason, there are some good reasons to believe he, he has his face and the whole, th- like, there are good reasons to believe that he's no sector, e- even if he's not a leader, uh, he's somewhat in a position to make decisions. And I think they might have, talent and no sector might just team up um, and uh, we might see that happening in the story. Well, that might uh, be how they managed to jump the channel. Because no sector originate in the law, no sector originated in London. Oh, yeah. Um, now it's global. Because, you know, which I don't think would ever happen because London is so multicultural. Um, <laughs> because it was one of the worst places for, for Omnics and they were treated like second-class citizens. It's why Mandata made an effort to, like, do his speech there and whatnot. Um, so now they're attacking France. Now they're in Paris. Yeah, but So the, maybe Talon is- encouraged them to sort of leap the pond. Well, do they need do they need talent to leap the pond? Have you seen that big ass a null sector robot? I think it just can walk over the pond. To be honest, it was so huge. Well, no, I think I think they might have given them some ideas. 
Yeah, no, no, there will be some cooperation. I don't know. It could be like Talon might even be using Null Sector as some kind of. Of course, like, they're gonna be using yeah. Null Sector. That Doomfist man, he's so, he's so evil. Just punching people into walls. No. <laughs> Rude. But anyways, let me get back to my my other point. Um, <laughs> There's just so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about, but we have a few months to do that. Uh, but but with the the repeatable thing, like what I think would make it enjoyable, or that the will need to do to make the the grinding or to get to motivate people for grinding that is the rewards. Yeah, I think that's the thing why people do adventure mode in Diablo is because you get a chance of some big loot items dropping. Uh, the reason why people do daily missions is because they want the loot. They're not doing this for fun. No, there might be. Maybe there's like some exclusive skins. Like, oh, if you get to level 10 with Tracer, then you unlock a skin for her. If you get to level 20, you get a legendary skin for her that you can then wear in PvP. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like randomly dropping at the end of every grind that you do, uh, uh, some kind of loot box dropping. Because that's something else, like the loot boxes. They haven't addressed all the the way that they're going to uh, do all that. If that's still going to be a part of Overwatch Two, by the time this game releases, I think the um, uh, the, the fight against loot boxes will be we'll in the next phase. Yeah, yeah, there will be a lot more. Like I heard, like in Sweden, they're doing the same thing. It's all over the world. People are kind of or governments at least are kind of uh, crunching down on, on loot boxes. So if Blizzard is smart, this is the time to kind of step away from that system and one of the systems that has been really successful lately is uh, the battle pass system would you yeah. guys be up to do to have a battle pass into uh our game where, where you can pay let's say uh 15 euros a season to get extra loot well no because an overwatch competitive season is six weeks i'm not paying 15 dollars every six weeks Tell that to the World of Warcraft players that do it every month. But that's a subscription service. You know <laughs> what basically... you're getting into if you can do that. No, but you know what you're getting into at that point too, because you'll have a, a whole, um, well, a whole set of loot that, as you progress through it, you'll be certain to unlock. It's not like it's there's anything random in there. You know yeah. what I'm, I'm getting at. I think I mean, it worked really to be well for fair, Fortnite. They'll need to make their money somehow if they're not going to be selling loot boxes. Exactly. Um, but they're con- it's constantly an evolving game. They're going to need some kind of system to keep paying people, like to keep mm-hmm. paying their employees. I think the the battle net system, though the battle pass system, could be a good. Like, uh, it doesn't need to be fifteen. Could have just be nine nine bucks or something like that. But I still don't be... want to do it every six weeks. But wouldn't you rather like? I don't. I know you don't buy any loot boxes. Um, I like to when I can. I just don't have the disposable income to do it. Yeah, but the battle pass system doesn't require you to do it. You can get the same kind of... Uh, well, you can get loot progression without it. it but then I miss less... out due to lack of funds, and that's sad. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss well, out every six weeks because, you know, I'm not as rich as someone else. Yeah. No, 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 I get it, I get it. Um, yeah. But in the end, it will guarantee you that you get certain skins. While now, for instance, people that buy loot boxes just have a percentage of a chance of getting anything out there and not yeah. even sure what they'll be getting out there. So yeah, there's bo- there's like two two sides to every story. Yeah, I mean, if they did it, if they, you know, maybe had like two 
two kind of of these battle pass systems, like maybe like two or three a year rather than every six weeks. I'd probably be more inclined to do it, um, yeah. but not every competitive season. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think that might be happening, actually. No, what happens in other games is that you can get coins by playing the game and using those coins, you can buy yourself a battle pass. So yeah. if you play enough, you basically get a free battle pass every, let's say, uh, two seasons or something like that. You'll get a get one for free. So you're basically paying every two seasons, uh, kind of depending on how much you play. Yeah, um, I know... Um... Like Fortnite releases cosmetic packs that you can then buy that aren't necessarily mm-hmm. tied to any kind of yeah. pass. Yeah, they're on top of the battle pass. They have the battle pass that you unlock every season. The season takes. Yeah, but like that's not tied to it. It's like sometimes they give them out for free, and it's like, oh yeah, if you log in with your PlayStation account, you can download this thing for free. And yeah. sometimes it's like, oh yeah, if you give us eight bucks, you can have this outfit and this weapon skin and. Yeah, it will be and uh, it will need to be a combination of things, I guess, uh, to kind of make sure to to keep everybody interested. And and if they, that's what I'm trying to get at. If these repeatable missions are a way for people like you that don't want to pay that nine or fifteen bucks every season to get some loot, that this might be a system where you can kind of grind those skins instead of paying for it. Yeah. It might be a good alternative. That might be a way to get people to grind it. Instant gratification is a powerful motivator for a lot of people. (laughs) It is, even if it's pixels and virtual items. But I guess... Yeah, like, ah, if you pay this much, you'll unlock all legendary skins for this event. (laughs) Like, immediately. Or you can try and grind them. Whee! Well, about if they do the battle pass, you'll have to grind them, but you'll get grind them at a way faster pace. You'll just be playing throughout the season. Like in Fortnite, if you play, let's say every two or three days, you can get through that battle pass and get the uh, the end loot most of the times. It isn't as in, uh, intense as um, as having to play. Actually, hours it's and not hours like. And see, I was thinking it. You know, that'd be like exclusive skins. You have to pay pay up every six weeks or there's just stuff you'll never ever be able to get oh yeah but that's that's basically also part of the battle pass but the thing is then they keep coming back they don't do that in fortnite because there have been complaints about that in fortnite that it looks too similar to the items in the previous season because that is also an incentive for people some people to buy the battle pass over and over again because the skins just keep changing it's a difficult balance. Like, I'm glad I don't have to make that decision for them. Yeah, I mean, they seem to be going very player-friendly, very much about making sure nobody is left behind. So I think if they do something like that, I don't think it will be very common. Mm-hmm. I think it will be like you can pay every so often. I don't think it's going to be super regular. And I think you can, you'll still be able to grind for the items. It just, you'll get them faster and you'll guarantee getting them if you pay. Yeah. It's a difficult balance because they still have to make money. And of course they have the PVE part to kind of monetize on. But on the other hand, that's just one hit again. That's one time. And if the Mm. loot boxes, I have no idea how much money they actually make on the loot boxes right now. Or on on the, the transactions for... Overwatch League skins or stuff like that. 
I have no idea how much... Well, we do have an idea, actually. If you look at the Pink Mercy skin, how much money they kind of uh, managed to gather up I with know. that. I mean, that's going to be an extreme because people are like, oh, I also want to do it for the sake of good. Yeah, um, but how much was that? 10 million or something like that? 16. 16 million. Let's say... I'm pulling that out of my butt. Let me check. <laughs> Let's just say they, that was over the course of a month right there was like two yeah. weeks or four weeks so let's say they on a regular 12.7 yeah okay let's take 10 percent of that so that's 1.2 million for any other um well you can't even compare it because you're not buying skins in the end you're buying loot boxes i think they make a lot of money on these loot boxes because yeah i don't know I guess they'll uh, they'll have to figure it out. They can see the numbers. They know what they're up to, and we'll have to wait and see what they'll uh, tell us in a few months on uh, how to on how they think to monetize on this, yeah. and how much we'll have to pay. Because I know for sure if they're going to not if they're not going to do anything to replace the loot boxes with, they're going to find other ways of getting their money back, which makes sense. It, it is very expensive to make a game and if okay so i actually have a figure for you all right loot boxes in three years they made one billion dollars from loot boxes <laughs> alone yeah they did the quarterly meeting uh, uh this week coming to think of it and let that was quickly. back in july yeah let me quickly <clears throat> uh, look at that i don't know if they said it but yeah the q3 earnings let let me quickly look at this because the thing was, of course, that World of Warcraft Classic drove the biggest quarterly increase to subscription plans in franchise history. So they got millions of people back into World of Warcraft because of Classic. Uh, but let me see what they said over in Overwatch. In Q3, Overwatch engagement benefited from the introduction of the game's latest hero. Well received. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. No, they're not talking about numbers that... Um, Overwatch League Season 2 concluded with a sellout crowd of over 11,000 fans. Season 2 AMA grew 18% year over year. Okay, is there numbers here? Nah, they're, they're, they won't share the, uh, the, the big details. Oh my god, it's so funny how... Just sidetrack a little bit. I know. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the Q2... The Q3 segment net revenue. So Activision made 209 million. Uh -huh. Blizzard made close to 400 million. And King, the company that nobody ever talks about, that mobile company that they had that uh, basically made Candy Crush, they made 500 million bucks. They're the biggest entity in the whole company. I actually know someone who works as an artist for King. Yeah, well, in well, fact. They, they are making the big bucks. And Activision, who is kind of at the wheel of the whole thing is making the least. And with a, like... I know. Blizzard, Blizzard is making 400 million and Activision is only making 200 million. It's just silly. Well, it's their company. They can do whatever they want. But there's no numbers in there about Overwatch and what money they made. Um... But yeah, like I think the loot boxes are under pressure. They'll have to find something new. If they don't get money from, let's say, a battle pass system, they'll have to get your revenue from the PVE system. At that point, we'll be forced to pay 60 bucks just to unlock the whole PVE thing, which will upset a lot of other people. So It will be upsetting. 
I don't know. Be, it's somebody will be disappointed. Somebody will be yeah. disappointed. That's a given. Especially. I mean, days. I've I've put so many hours into Overwatch One that I've definitely got way more worth out of it than I have like any other game <laughs> that I <Yeah>. have. <laughs> And still people are complaining, I don't want to buy a new game. Like, you, you, you got, Jesus guy, you got three years of every day you got been play, You have been playing this game and now you're going to complain if they ask you for uh, 60 bucks again? Yeah, but, like, I, I do want to give them more money. I just, I don't, I wouldn't be able to keep it up, like, every couple of months. I get it, I get it. Yeah. We'll see what they're going to do with it. But there will like, be a replacement. one big payoff for me would be fine because I could sort of save up. Knowing mm -hmm. they'll announce it like months in advance, obviously. So then I'll be able to save up. Yeah. But the, the way that they have been paying for all that content that we've been getting over the three years was not with the original box that you bought like, uh -uh. and that we all bought. It, it, is, it has been with the loot boxes and stuff like that. That's the way they've been paying for everything. Um, it is, as it is, has been with all of their uh, new IPs, actually. So we, we can expect there to be an alternative way on top of that price that we have to pay yeah. where they where they pass like where they come by and like okay we need some money from you give us some money and then All of right, course there's going to be the special editions well yeah the collector's edition i'll have oh. to get <laughs> my collector's edition cabinet is kind of getting full especially with the world of warcraft um 15 years edition that was added i was like okay guys it's <laughs> about stop about time you stop making games because I managed to get one for overwatch even though i didn't get it straight away with the uh, soldier statue no oh, no i didn't get that fancy edition but i got one that oh. came with like a little pin badge and and oh, a nice, nice big box that it came in it was like the the <clears throat> the mid edition of overwatch uh, yeah no i had to get the big edition because yeah that's the way i roll um but yeah We'll get one of the, those for sure for Overwatch 2, so I better start saving up. Because <laughs> these uh, collector's editions keep getting more expensive. Well, not specifically for Blizzard, but for all the other games. Jesus Christ. It's just, it's just crazy. Well, like Final Fantasy in particular has always had some really ridiculous special... This is Square Enix. They, they go above and beyond. Like some of their special editions are like £200. Jesus Christ. Well, because they'll come with like the game and the art book and the soundtrack and multiple statues and you're like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> you know, like a four or five disc soundtrack on its own is going to be like $40 anyway. Yeah. No, no, sometimes like I bought the Fallout one, which was also around 200 bucks. Yeah, but that was pants. <laughs> <laughs> that was pants, exactly. Especially the back was pants. <laughs> But anyways, let's get back to Overwatch. Um, yeah, I think we, we kind of discussed everything that was there was to discuss up till now. There's so many small details, but we can't all fit them in this podcast. So go check out the Omnic post. There's a lot of small stuff. Mm, yeah. That kind of leak. But the game is coming. It was announced. It's Overwatch 2. There will be a huge PvE section to it. We'll get a, a slightly, well, slightly, an, an upgraded engine. It's going to look really different. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. We'll be taking along all of our cosmetics from one game into the other. So you ah, won't be losing any skins. I'm so happy. I'm so and, happy. 
and that kind of opens the door. Like I've had people asking me, will I be able to get my, it would be a good moment for them to go cross platform on all these skins and kind of, uh -huh. okay, you can get all your skins that you have on PC. If you link up your Battle.net account, you can get them on your Switch or your PlayStation 4. Like even if your level stays the set, like your level stays different on different accounts, please, if it's the same Battle.net account, let my skin sync, please. Please, well, Blizzard, please. Wouldn't it be cool if they kind of merged all your accounts into one and kind of all the XP that you earn make it... Like they do that on Diablo. If you play Diablo, you have these Paragon levels. And, and every season, um, you're... So you have... Oh, how am I going to explain this really quickly? So every season in Diablo, you can make a new character. And that character starts from zero. So that starts earning Paragon levels and levels by itself. Yep. Now, the, the moment that that season is over and done with, your season character is put in the pool with your normal characters. And all the XP that that character has earned is put in your big pool. So all your other characters just go up a few Paragon levels according to all the XP that you earn. So basically, they just take a huge calculator and start calculating yeah, the so, XP that you're so going to no, put in. Like when you share party XP in an RPG, but you play all of them. <laughs> yeah, something like that, exactly. And, and and they could do that, like if, if, if you have a PlayStation version, if you have a PC version and a Switch version that they decide, okay, let's lob them all together. Now, I think that's still something that we didn't get an answer on is... Um, your progression is going to be is going to continue, but that does that include your level, or do we have to start from zero again? Because progression is one thing; like achievements is also a kind of progression. Um, I don't. I think wouldn't be because it's a sequel. I wouldn't be surprised if we all start from level one, and then you have yeah. to get up to level twenty five to do comp again and things like that. Yeah, but that makes it easier because then you have all your skins, all your achievements you can bring over. And then at that point, they don't even have to do the whole calculating XP thing. Everybody starts from zero. You get all your achievements on all your devices. You get all your skins on all your devices. Go yeah. have a blast. Because there's like new game modes and so much new content coming in at the same time. They kind of you've got so much stuff to relearn that going down to level one won't really affect you that much. Mm. Other than your personal prestige, yeah, as it were. Let's be but honest. But maybe like, because the two uh, the two games are merging, you will get to keep it. I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't think it. It wouldn't bother me if I had to start from zero when it comes to my level. My level doesn't really bother me. I think it's only for the people that are really high up that has the the, the people that have those really fancy portraits. Oh, like the fancy platinum and the, portraits, and you're yeah, like, okay. That, that just shows like, okay, you've been playing this game for a long time. <laughs> I um, thought I played too much Overwatch. Exactly. Those will be upset, but all the rest are just in silver gold pla uh, portraits. So just like, ah, yeah. I can start from zero. That's okay. We might even I'm, get I'm a silver. Totally new I haven't system. hit a gold yet. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I, I think I'm still in silver too on all my yeah. accounts. I was the first of, like, outside of you guys, I was the first of my friend group to hit silver. Nice. Did you? Did they make you a cake? No, they all laughed at me for being a nerd and for playing too much Overwatch. Oh, so well, joke's on them. I now have an Overwatch podcast. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> all right. But there was something <laughs> else that happened on BlizzCon. Let's quickly touch on that. Um, because it's quite important too. We had the Overwatch World Cup, and for the first time in three years, Team USA wins the cup. I know. 
<laughs> well, the first time in three years, Korea does not win. And it is indeed Team USA that wins the cup, uh, which is which is crazy by itself. It's uh, like last year they were out in the first round. This year it was just like, uh, not going to happen, guys. This year we're taking oh, that trophy home. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, I was at the in the arena when the when the finals happened, and um, but for a lot of people, the actual finals was the Korea uh, USA match. Like it didn't really feel the the USA the finals USA versus China did not feel as much as the finals as the other one did. That's um, weird. Yeah, because it's, uh, to be honest, it was such a big deal to to beat North Korea, uh, South Korea. Whoops. <laughs> it was, no, no, it was a big deal, and uh, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. match, that match was was um that was the match where everybody was waiting for, uh, like that everybody was happy with, that everybody was kind of considering the finals, like yeah, everything that be, came I saw, that. To be fair, I saw that and was like, oh my god, they've done it! And Malk was like, what? They've they've won the World Cup. I was like, no, they beat Korea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the moment that everybody was cheering the loudest for. And then beating China was kind of an afterthought, to be honest. I, I don't want to be rude against people in China, but it really felt like they they were quite convinced that they had it, that they uh, that there was um, this was going to happen. And, and they were right. They were right. There was this one moment that was kind of funny when Zoe uh, announced the teams. She started out and welcome your team, Team USA. And this Chinese guy walked out because she made a mistake. It was China Aww. was coming out first. <laughs> that kid looked so. Oh, he had such a, a painful grin on his face when he sat down. Like, and because everybody was yelling USA, USA, it was just like, uh, no, I'm from no. China, guys. <laughs> that was kind of, uh, yeah. A little boop in the whole um, event, but yeah, it was it was cool to be there for that big finals. But then the game was won, and everybody was like, "Okay, chill, we won. Let's go home. Bye." Like, okay, I had expected to be fireworks and people just I don't know killing each other, hugging it out. I don't know something big to happen, but um, except for some uh, cheering, it was overdone. And that was it. But. Yeah, congratulations to the to the USA for winning this one and becoming the first non-Korean. I can't remember if it was three or four players they had from the shock, but you know. Congratulations. <laughs> well, there was one from the Outlaws, so I'm happy to. I know. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, that was the world for, and now we have to wait till January for the Overwatch League to start again. So many It'll be like two and a half months. It's fine. We can do this. Yeah, no. And and then, well, to be honest, in I think next week the the off season trades uh, are over. I guess it's November fifteenth that when they have their last chance to make yeah, sure yeah, that yeah. they have fully. So yeah, that's going to be nice. So the next because... the next week is going to be pretty. Are you going to say hectic? Because, lady, these last few weeks has just been crazy. I had no, to. No, do... I know, I know. But now, now it's the final hour. Everyone's going to be hurrying and rushing and filling up those gaps. Yeah, it has been crazy. Plus, I had to do anyone who was registered as like team choice or something like that. Um, you know, like they weren't quite free agents. Will be listed as free agents in a couple of days. 
Yeah, and then all the gates will open, the gates of hell will open and everybody will yeah. start buying. So like if the team hasn't definitively re-signed you, you're automatically a free agent. Oh. So that might be that might be a sad story for some people. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so uh we'll discuss all these swaps in a future podcast. I think we we've talked enough for today. Let me just check with LP if he has a, an LPP <laughs> ready for us. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it right now. All, All right. right. Bring it. This week's LPP, we're going to be doing a little bit of analysis on the hero pick rates. You know, guys, Ooh. it's been, um, it's been a, how, how would you say, a long three years. Some <laughs> heroes have gone up and some heroes have gone down. Well, this week we'll be analyzing PC. Because, you know, that's the most used platform, I guess. PC, but I don't play PC. I have no experience with this. I'm at a disadvantage. This isn't fair. You've played more PC than I have, Hannah. You're the one holding the quiz. I'm competing against the guy that plays it on on PC, (laughs) like, every day for other people. It's practically (laughs) half of his living. Uh, Didn't you start playing on PC, too, recently? I played, like, five games, and I haven't Ah. played it again since. (laughs) <laughs> okay, bring it. The All nerves right. came back. For DPS, oh. aka offense, who are the top three heroes as of this season? And last, technically, because, you know, we, we just started the new season, like, yesterday or two days ago. But what are the top three in offense? Can you guess? You're both, you're, you both can answer. Okay. okay. Let's team up. That's the thing. Okay. Um, I would say Genji, Symmetra. Um, let's see. And when you get one more, and then Hannah gets the next three. Okay, okay. Uh, let me think. Uh, Genji, Hanzo. Symmetra, and Hanzo? Yeah. I, right, I always see snipers. Always yeah. see snipers. Um, I'm going to go for, with Hanzo. This is across all ranks, by the way, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is the experience I've got to go off of. Um, so I'm going to say Hanzo. I'm going to go out there. No, I don't know. You have three seconds to name your last two heroes. Fine. Hanzo, Reaper, and Doomfist. There you go. Wow. Actually, you got two out of the three. Nice. Uh, You, uh, I'm sorry, D, you have, uh, you're zero for three right now. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, really? Um, the top three picks are McCree, Reaper, and Doomfist. Yeah, Reaper, order, Reaper makes sense. McCree really has first? Yeah, McCree has, actually he has a 22.7% pick rate and a uh, 48% win rate. Jesus, wow! Might, might, might just be because I'm in gold or something, but <laughs> I don't see that many uh, McCrees in gold. I don't know. I guess you just have to have the good mechanics, right? Like, once you have good mechanics, you can pretty much play, like, any off-meta yeah. hero. I guess he's not really off-meta. You just don't see him as much. Apparently, we're missing something because, yeah, that's a huge pick rate. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, the thing, since they, they buffed his, his ult so much... Yeah, but still, in the like, last couple of months, and I'm 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 sick of that the sniping McCree from like twenty miles away, and you're like, where is he? 
Yeah, Reaper is something I should have guessed. Like Reaper is is like someone that I see a lot, and and, and to be honest, Doomfist I can get. All, yeah, all we, the, all, we also got to keep in mind that you know, like even though we don't see as much McCree, that it like the top five hundred grandmasters of this game are just such a small minority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you know, yeah. we are. Okay. We're not, we don't see them as much there, but we'll see them definitely in gold platinum games. All right, next one is the top three tank picks for competitive all across all ranks. Go ahead, D. You can. Oh, actually, since Hannah got the last one, let's start off with Hannah. What are your top three tank picks? That's not I a hero. That's a cat. During the Overwatch League, Diva was in like basically every single match, and I do play a lot of Diva myself, so I'm going to say Diva. Um, and I'm going to talk about Arisa because everyone complains about shields. <laughs> um, I don't know who to pick for my third. Uh, uh classic and go Reinhardt. All right. How about you, D? Um, I would say Sigma, Zarya, and Orissa. All right. If you said Reinhardt, you are correct. If you said Orissa, you are also correct. If you said Zarya, you are correct as well. Those are Ah, the top three tank picks. So Reinhardt being at a 20% pick rate, Orissa being at 18%, and Zarya being at 14.75%. I would have thought that I've seen a lot of Sigmas. It's just Sigma's crazy. actually fourth in this. Oh, okay. Where's, so where's Diva? Diva is actually at a four point four six. She's at the bottom of the list. Oh yeah. wow! No, no, okay, she's the she's actually dead bottom. Uh, then you have Winston, Hammond, uh, Hog, Sigma, Zarya, Orissa, Ryan. I yeah. guess no one's playing Dive at the moment. Jeez, yeah, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the final role support all right guys and the top three let's get it let's start off with d this time um moira anna mercy hannah am i allowed to say the same thing because i was gonna say moira anna mercy sure thing so that's <laughs> you're going that with the final answer yeah all right and actually you were both correct in that order <laughs> Moira, oh Hannah, Mercy. <laughs> we know our supports, Dean. Yeah, we, we know do. our yeah, supports. So, so Moira, uh, well, actually, let me, let, me, let me end off with her on a, I guess, I don't know, on a bad note. 15% with Mercy, 19.77 with Anna, and it pains me to say this, 34%. Uh, with Moira. Oh, Jesus. So in yeah, one no. third of all games, There's Moira, Moira is there. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's so clear. That's so obvious. It's also because people use her as a DPS. Yeah, exactly. Because she's uh, like the ultimate hybrid. She's Birgitte is the worst hybrid and she's still so powerful as a hybrid. Yeah, she averages... Uh, oh, wow. This is actually a really crazy stat compared to all the other heroes. Uh, she averages... 25 eliminations per game. <laughs> That's insane. She also so 20 of those will be accidental. <laughs> she also averages uh three medals per game where every other hero does one or two. She gets yeah. three <clears throat> medals. Uh and most of them are actually gold. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I know man. I I've, I've played her a lot and 
<laughs> I love Moira. <laughs> She's the only character that I got five um, uh, medals on. I know. Ding, I, ding, I got ding, five ding, gold, ding, and you're like... Five gold medals. So, now, you know, right before we end this podcast, th- there is one thing I wanted to bring up. I think that we... I think we discussed this a while back, Hannah. Also, yeah. um, you know, the idea of having a, like, charge... Cool, r- charge time for Moira's primary would be, like, really ideal... Uh, that way it doesn't, you know, th- that way she, at least it gives her like some kind of like room for error for like the opposing enemy to, you know, be able that to. That sucky suck suck because not but- only it, it, the way it locks on is just. Hmm. Kind of insane. Yeah. It's like a leash, you know, like it's you like you really have to like be really far, <laughs> you know, have to be completely out of her sight line to get away from it. So I think maybe like having a a like, you know, like a reload time. Right, whatever she's charging up her juice would be really... Like, it can only lock on for a certain amount of time and then it lets go and then you have to, like, reconnect. Or that you, like, yeah. The, the, right now, if you want to heal, you need to have charge and you need to do damage to get that charge up. What if it wasn't, Which like... is great, but her, it's easier for her to damage than it is for her to heal. Well, what if they made it like a two-way street? Like you need to heal to, to be able to do damage. You need to heal to be able to damage, yeah. Yeah, you need to keep it balanced. You may need to do both to kind of... Uh, because sometimes right now I feel like a dig because I'm doing damage, but that's the only way I can keep my healing up. Yeah, I know. And then if you're standing in front of someone that is dying because your healing is so low and he dies because you're out of charge. All he sees like is that you're not healing them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you've done 20k healing up till then. And like, dude, seriously, you're a McCree. What are you doing here right now? You have to be behind that Reinhardt's shield, you dumbass. Yeah, sometimes Thanks, what's, yeah. what's even worse is if like, let's say you're playing like, I don't know, like Tracer or something and you're right around the corner, but she just happens to have her beam that direction and you're like a two HP trying to get away. Oh yeah. You just yeah. instantly die because you, you just got like randomly locked on. So. And that's why we get so gold, so many golden medals. We just it's can those easily balls, pick man. those yeah. balls. But also, like like uh, LP just described, if you see a character running off that is on low health, the only thing you have to do is like look in their general direction, hit that button, and bam, they're gone. Like they're you dead. don't have to aim; you just have to look in the general direction, and they're, they're dead. You think you know, about them dying, and they do. It's quite, yeah. it's think quite about, the feat. Yeah, think about that time that you've escaped with one HP, one to two HP away from an enemy, and think about how sweet that felt that you were able to like run back to your team and get healing or go to a nearby health pack. Think about how sweet that feeling is. Yeah, I think that was enough for one episode. We still we still need a few months of um, of this uh, is uh, going black or going dark. Sorry, uh, to, I know to fill we need to kind of save ourselves for future episodes, yeah, exactly. but maybe we'll do like some lore deep dives or something fancy like that yeah. while we wait. We'll find some stuff to yeah. talk about. It will be fine. It will you know be me, fine. I can talk it. about lore for years. We can go of the, like talk about other topics that were get the LP really nervous and yeah. He rolled his eyes and oh my god, there they go again. It is me. That is. Awesome. <laughs> all right, but that's <laughs> it for today, Tooks. Um, Hannah, please tell all these lovely people where they can find you. Instagram, Twitter, Hannah McManor. That's H A N A, by the way. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. NLP. You can find me at Lance Ponce on Twitter and Instagram. Follow. 
All right, go do that. And you can find me on Atomics TV on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, on Twitch, I'm going to do some more streams in the future because we have some gaps in our program and blah, blah, blah. But anyways, you can expect more streams coming One from me on Twitch. One day I will find the balls to join. The balls. The balls. Are you going to play? Those Moira Zenyatta? balls. They should get me The through. Moira balls, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you can join anytime you want, Anna. You know that. I um, know, I know. And I really want to. I'm just I'm nervous about playing. <laughs> you don't have to be nervous. Like, you don't even have to be on voice if you don't want to. Just join in. Honestly, it's like, not the voice that scares me. I talk to these lovely okay. people once a week anyway. Yeah, no, but whatever. Like... Just do it. That's the way to, to get it. over anything. Okay. Exactly. But that's on twitch.tv slash Atomics TV. And Atomics is with two eyes as always. There's going to be a BlizzCon video that's going up on uh, YouTube uh, pretty soon on Atomics Vlogs. And on Atomics TV, there will be another one about BlizzCon. So keep an eye out for that. Um, if you have any questions... What? Oh, did you get bitten or something? No, I just went, Woo! Oh, okay. You said if you have on. a question, <laughs> if you have a question or a topic you want us to address, uh, send us a message, a PM, whatever, a private tweet, a pigeon, or just mail me info at omnicpoils.com. Uh, make sure to check us out on Instagram, Omnic Weekly, on Twitter, Omnic Weekly, and the Omnic Post and Omnic Esports, of course, for all your Overwatch and Overwatch Esports news. <laughs> Thank you all for listening and sticking around until the end. You guys rock. Help us out by giving us a nice review or whatever review you want to give. But give it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you are listening to this podcast. And make sure to subscribe. Because we'll be back next week and we hope to see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.